Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through the news and updates through the past week, right before round one kicks off tonight. It is going to be an absolute cracker. The Penrith Panthers versus the Manly Seagulls. Really excited for this one. It could go either way. I'm going to be watching it with the fam tonight. It's going to be an absolute cracker. I cannot, cannot wait. I'm literally jumping out of my seat. I'm like that meme I posted this morning of just dancing to myself as I walked out the door. I honestly cannot wait. We'll get into those news and updates though, because there are quite a few of them. Let's get started here. Britton Nakora. It says here, having brought the back row to the Sharks, Shane Flanagan is now reportedly keen to bring him to the Dragons from 2023. I think this would be a great signing from the Dragons. I don't know if you leave the Sharks, though. It'd be very interesting. It depends where his heart lies. If he wants to go with Shane Flanagan, then that's the way he's going to go. But it'll be very interesting to see what happens there with Britton Nakora. I think he suits that Sharks system really, really well. Can't wait to see what happens with him next season. Trent Barrett. It is reportedly being suggested that the Bulldogs coach has six rounds to prove himself or prove himself, sorry, or risks being sacked. I don't reckon he'll be sacked. I don't reckon he'll be sacked purely because of the reason Phil Gould's there and he's one of the head guys and because it's a new coach getting used to a new side. I think Phil Gould would get that. It's very, very hard. I'd bet it'd be very hard. I wouldn't know from experience, but getting used to a new roster, I mean, there's more than a few guys entering that squad. It's basically like building a new team and it's not exactly like building a new team, but it's pretty similar. So it's kind of hard to get used to those new rosters, where to fit people, especially when you're trying to work out a halves combination as well. It's really, really difficult. So I reckon Trent, Bats, Trent Barrett sorry, is going to have more than just six rounds to sort of fix up this side. It's going to take a year or so. Um, Jonathan Thurston, the Cowboys assistant coach, says Todd Payton has given him free reign this preseason to help improve the club. Very interesting there. I can't wait for the Cowboys this season. After I watched them in the trials, I, I'm very excited for the Cowboys. I reckon they have a bit to prove in this 2022 season. I reckon they could be at the higher end of the bottom eight. Don't think they make the top eight this season, that's for sure. But I do think that they might raise themselves up a bit. I might. I reckon they might even come, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th around that mark. It's going to be very interesting to see. I know I predicted them in the bottom two, but... Honestly, I reckon they could be anywhere in that bottom eight, to be honest. Junior Amon, the Dolphins have reportedly circling the young 5'8", and they're interested in signing him. Far out, that'd be a great signing there for the Dolphins. I would honestly love to see Junior Amon in the Dolphins' colours. I reckon he'd suit that side so well. Great signing if it does go ahead. In terms of the Newcastle Knights, punters have still continued to smash the Knights for the wooden spoon. The odds have almost halved from $19 to $10 since the trials. And look, they didn't look that bad in the trials, but compared to other teams, they could most definitely get the wooden spoon this year, and it's on a lot of punters' minds. Look, I put them in the wooden spoon spot. I reckon they could be anywhere in the bottom eight, just like the Cowboys. In rugby league, we just don't know. Uh, but look, it, it is looking very likely that they are the team to get that wooden spoon spot. We'll have to wait and see. 
as I said, we don't really know with teams until about round six, round seven, when we've really seen them play. We've seen a few rounds of them. We've seen if they're consistent or inconsistent. It'll be very interesting to see with the Newcastle Knights. If they keep that halves pairing of Clune and Clifford consistently, then they start to get used to each other. It becomes a really good pairing. Look, anything could happen. Anything could happen with the Newcastle Knights. I'm not ruling them out yet. Uh, NRLW ratings. The NRLW has smashed the AFLW's ratings with 168,000 average views to the AFL's 70,000. Great stuff there. And you know, you don't, you, it's not hard to figure out why. NRL is just a, it's just, rugby league's just the best sport in the world. Like, it's just the best sport in the world. People just love watching rugby league. It doesn't matter where you're from, but rugby league is just the goat sport. So, I mean, I'm not really surprised there. I'm not an AFL man myself, so I'm not surprised there whatsoever. Now, the latest news here is that Tarek Sims and George Burgess are set to be left set to be left out of the side. That was earlier this week. They have been left out of the side, which is really confusing for me. Tarek Sims, an origin back rower, being left out of a side, not even put in the reserves. It's concerning for me. I don't know if he's got an injury. I don't know what's going on there, if it's a bad relationship between the coach and player. From the outside looking in, there is just no read on this one. It's a very strange one. George Burgess as well. Really big, bulky forward. Uh, he'd be great coming off the bench there for the Dragons. I, don't, I actually don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, if, does this mean that Tarek Sims could be leaving eventually by the end of the year? I don't know. Outside looking in, it is not looking good there. Nathan Cleary. Uh, the Panthers will probably give their halfback the right up to kick off to prove his fitness for this round. Obviously, we now we know that he won't be playing... Uh, until round three or four. So, um, yeah, look, it's the best thing for Nathan Cleary. I'd rather see a full, fully fit Nathan Cleary than a half-injured Nathan Cleary. Uh, both would go really good, but I think that a fully fit Nathan Cleary is more entertaining to watch, and it's better for him that he's fully fit to not risk further injury as well. So, happy with this one. I'm happy to wait till round three to see Nathan Cleary rip and tear. I'm actually happy to see Sean O'Sullivan and what we can get out of him during the year as well if he comes off the bench as a 14 or however they use Sean O'Sullivan, even if he's just a depth guy. It'll be very interesting to see how he comes into this side and how he plays in a Penrith Panthers outfit. Justin Holbrook, the Titans coach, has announced that he has a final bench spot available in round one, which Sam Lazone, Jared Wallace, Jermaine Jaloff and Herman Sese are competing for. Jermaine Jaloff was on the bench, so he probably did win that spot. And not surprised, a really good front rower, back rower, or lock forward. He's a very versatile forward. Can't wait to see the Titans this round. It's a very youthful side, but I'm very excited to see how they go, especially with a new halves pairing of Sexton and AJ Brimson. Another one I'm really excited to watch out for. Jared Croker, the Raiders centre, has reportedly been informed he will start the season in the New South Wales Cup. Uh, Semi Valame will start in the centres instead. Look, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a rough one. They've started James Schiller in the centres. I think Semi Valame is on the wing, but yeah, telling Jared Croker he's going to be starting in reserve grade. It's a bit rough. It is a bit rough, especially since what he's been through, especially that injury that he had for the whole of last season. I mean, yeah. Well, look. I don't know what's what the deal is with Jared Croker. As I said, outside looking in, I don't really know. Um, but I hopefully he's back in the next few rounds. I'd love to see a fully fit and firing Jared Croker. 
Speaking of the Raiders, though, Brad Schneider, he's been named as the seven for the Raiders. Really like this one. I think he's going to do a great job for them and a really exciting one to watch. If you're a fantasy goer, I've been talking about him a lot. 240K, go and grab him. Dylan Brown, the Eels 5'8", admits his off-field distractions got the better of him last season and has declared he will improve this year. That'd be great stuff there from Dylan Brown. I honestly can't wait to see how he goes this season. I think him and Mitchell Moses are going to be a real danger and something that's going to push the Parramatta Eels towards this finals run. I reckon they're going to have a really good season, maybe even better than last season. I know that they had a bit of a rough spot in the middle of the season, but at the back end, the form was unreal. So if they can continue the back end of the season form, I reckon they're going to be in some good little a good little spot there in the finals, secure themselves a spot, uh, and then really prove themselves this season. I'd love to see a red-hot firing Parramatta all season long. Consistency is the thing that I'm looking for with Parramatta. Jerome Hughes, the Dolphins have reportedly set the Kiwis halfback as their number one signing priority. If I heard the amount of times I've heard that someone's at the top of the list priority for the Dolphins is just ridiculous. I think there's about a hundred guys that are on the top priority list for the Dolphins. Jerome Hughes, uh, Sicily Vunavali. There's a bunch of guys that I've heard at the top of the list, but Jerome Hughes, fuck, I I think any team would be lucky to have Jerome Hughes in there, considering how versatile he is. He can play in the back line, he can play in the halves, he can put him anywhere, and he'll do a really good job. Just a natural footballer there. So really liking this one. And if Jerome Hughes goes off to the Dolphins, he'll be really good. But I don't see him leaving Melbourne, to be honest. Daniel Saifidi. He's out for the Knights after suffering a small fracture in his tibula during the first trial match three weeks ago. Tibia is the main weight-bearing bone in the lower leg. Uh, Knights are hopeful he can return within the first three to four weeks. I hope that he's back sooner rather than later because he's a really good strike forward in this side. And if the Knights go anywhere this season, it's going to be the back off their forwards. Kalen Ponga and the halves pairing. The whole team needs to lift. It's going to be a big season for the Knights to prove themselves in this competition. Otherwise, they're probably going to get the wooden spoon. Now, Jock Madden, he's being shopped off to other clubs. I'm hearing the Raiders are leading the race to get him. I don't know why they'd be doing this one. The more depth in the halves they can have, the better, especially with the injury rate of Adam Dewey. I think this guy would be really good to have in your side. So very confused why he's being shopped around. I don't know if there's a bit... You know, outside looking in, I can't really say anything because I don't know outside looking in. It's very confusing. Um, But yeah, Uh, Jock Madden, really good player, really good young bloke coming through. So very confused about this one. Don't know why uh, the Tigers would really want to ship him off. Uh, Cronulla Sharks, in a poll conducted by the Sydney Morning Herald, NRL club bosses have voted the Sharks most likely club to re-enter the finals in 2022. I think that's a no-brainer. I think they definitely re-enter the finals, maybe even top four like I predicted them to be. Brad Arthur, the Eels coach, admits he has trained smarter with his side this preseason to avoid back-end fade-out. I think in the back end of the season, they were at their best. At the back end of the season, right at the end, they were at their best. It was the middle of the season that we really they sort of faded out of games. Look, if they keep, as I said about the Eels, if they keep some consistency, that's what's going to win them games. That's what's going to get them into the finals again this season. So hopefully we see consistent Eels. I'm hoping for that as well. Xavier Coates, NRL legend Scott Sattler has declared the Storm wing to be the signing of the year. I reckon Xavier Coates will be for sure. Really talented winger there. 
Ryan Sutton being signed by the Bulldogs, apparently will be announced in the next 48 hours on a three-year deal. Really like this signing. I spoke a bit about it last week when it was a sort of just a rumour, uh, but really, really good signing there for the Bulldogs if it goes through. He's a really strong Englishman forward, uh, just like they all are, to be honest. All the pom forwards are really, really scary. Um, Paul Vaughan, the Bulldogs recruit, has, been, has joined the leadership group alongside Josh Adokar, Brett Naden, Joe Stimson, Jeremy Marshall-King, Matt Dufty, Luke Thompson, and Josh Jackson. Looks like they're going for a bit of a... A bit of a Tigers approach. Multiple captains. That's the most captains I've ever seen. That's more than the Tigers. So, very interesting one there. All these guys, I think, would be great leaders for that club too. So, um, it's sort of a good, sort of a bit of a blessing in disguise as well when most players are off the field, most players don't get selected, most players injured. Uh, it's good to have more than one leader in that squad. A lot. This is a lot though. That's like six guys. Um, so, very interesting one there. Bit of a stat here from Bloke in a Bar. Kiri and Radley named together for the first game since June 2020. That's just crazy. And that just shows the injury run that one, Luke Kiri had, and two, Victor Radley. That's crazy. I can't believe that. That's massive. Um, I reckon they're going to combine really, really well together. I think the Roosters could honestly just win the comp. Like, (laughs) people are telling me they won't. I honestly reckon they will. And it's a very, very scary-looking side too. So, wouldn't be surprised if they do win the comp. Really good-looking side. Um, and then next year, I think they're almost guaranteed with the addition of Brandon Smith into that side as well. Keenan Palacia. Uh, it has been revealed that the Broncos prop turned down a four-year deal from Manly worth a million bucks to remain loyal with the Broncos on a one-year deal for 200 k we talk about loyalty in our game. That's a loyal man right there. And to be honest, when you think about it, it's pretty much the same cash in terms of $1 million over four years is 250 k per year. And he stayed for one year worth two hundred. So it's not really much of a difference. But still, I mean, that's loyalty right there. And that's much respect to Keenan. Uh, really good stuff there. And, and we mi- we're missing a bit of loyalty in our game at the moment. So really good stuff there from Keenan Palacia. Matt Burton, Greg Alexander admits the Panthers would love to welcome back the centre. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would, uh, but they won't. I, I reckon he's going to be quite comfortable there at the Bulldogs. From what I saw from him in the trials, he looks very comfortable with that squad playing six, and he's probably going to be the main guy in that side for a long time. AJ Brimson, the Titans 5'8", is reportedly in doubt for round one. Will, Smith's, Will Smith looks likely to replace him in the halves. I heard that AJ Brimson can play. Uh, there was a bit of injury news about him during the trials. Uh, we were hoping that he'd be better. Obviously, if that doesn't happen, Will Smith can go in there. Be good for my fantasy team, but I really do want to see AJ Brimson rip and tear in the halves. I reckon he's going to be an absolute freak if he does play in the next few rounds. A running 5'8 like AJ Brimson is a scary thought for any team coming up against the Titans. I know it's a young squad, but geez, this guy's quick and he'd be really dangerous. Uh, in attack. I think he'd be an absolute freak. Hopefully, he is there in round one, though. Nick Meany is going to be playing six for the Storm. I thought it was an interesting one, but it just shows the versatility of Nick Meany and shows how good of a signing it was. Hopefully, he has a really good game. Jesse Bromwich, uh, the Storm co-captain, has been ruled out of round one after being deemed a close COVID contact. Unfortunate there for Jesse Bromwich. Wish him all the best. Uh, and hope for a 
quick return there. Hopefully, test negative. Um, Women's Origin, GIO Stadium has been announced as the venue. Great stuff there for the Women's Origin. Love watching a bit of women's football, NRLW, a really aggressive sport. That is all your news and updates, guys, before round one kicks off. Can't wait for this round. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Well,